What's up, my little mistakers? We're on episode 50. 50. With episode 50 means the start of season two. So we're going to be giving you YouTube videos. We're going to be doing promotional materials. We're going to be giving you guests other than comedians. I like comedians, but the world is bigger than comedy. And some comedians only talk about comedy. So we're going to stretch that out a little bit. Also, I mean, it's official if you haven't guessed by now. My co-host is Andrew Gleason. Thank you for joining the show. Another thing with season two is we're going to give you a commitment to give you an episode every Monday at 5 p.m. I understand in the work week, all you got to do is make it to Wednesday and a smooth sailing from there. What I imagine is you clock out at 4.55 on Mondays just to show your boss who's boss. You get in the car by 5 p.m. and there's a fresh humor and mistakes waiting for you. Now you're happy on Tuesday and Karen doesn't get cussed out. For season two's first episode, we have arena football player Gary Fuller, a.k.a. Stuntman Trail. How do me and Andrew know an arena football player? We don't. We just hit him up on Instagram. He plays for the Cape Fear Heroes in North Carolina. And he came on the show just to talk about how he wishes he had taken sports a little bit more serious in high school. He talks about some of the trouble he ran into in college, but how it all ultimately made him the man he is today and how he's able to avoid some of the pitfalls that professional athletes fall into because he was telling us about some of the parties he's been to. And man, if I wouldn't be sitting on a bench being a arena football player with all the temptations he has, I'd be on the bench happy as hell. Like I, I slept with three strippers last night. I'm happy. When you get in the game, I don't know. I missed workouts yesterday. So check out this episode. It's a great one. There are more to come. Learn something, little mistakers. Hello, my little mistakers, and welcome to the Humor in Mistakes podcast. I'm here with Gary Football. Uh, sorry, Gary Fuller, <laughs> arena football player. <laughs> hey, maybe your last name should be football. Like, right. uh, no, I'm here with. <laughs> uh, no, I'm here with Gary Fuller, arena football player. Uh, I just hit him up on Instagram. That's how I met him. So, and then I'm here with my co-host Andrew Gleason. How you doing, Gary? What's going on? What's going on? What? How? Like. I just want to start off by like your your whole persona is you work hard. Like I've been I've been like uh, just looking at your profile a little bit, and you're a hard worker. Where did that start? Uh, I, I I wish I could say I started I started at a young age, but this pretty much probably started um, a little bit after high school when I realized some of the mistakes that I made and how I need to do things a little bit better and more precise. Um, so I would say probably I would say a little bit after high school. Okay, so let's let's touch into that. Uh, let's get into you as a kid. Like, who was Gary as a kid? Were you a class clown? Were you? A, I, I you got the class clown smile. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely was the class clown, and I like I've always I, I had to go I had to go to three different high schools because I was always getting in trouble, wanting to talk, being a class clown, and stuff like that. So. Did you get in trouble at home when you were the class clown? Like, were you afraid to go home like I was? Sometimes, yeah, because my, my mom didn't play that, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
Were you the popular kid? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Got a pretty boy over here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So did did you enjoy high school? Like, uh, I enjoyed it. I wish I wish it could have been a lot better than it was, but I did enjoy it. I mean, I went to prom. I went to homecoming. Um, but. I wish I could have done a lot. I could have done a lot better in high school, like stayed at one high school and kind of had better grades and, you know, did things the the proper way. But it was it was still enjoyable. I still enjoyed my high school. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm jealous. <laughs> I don't I, I don't think anybody in my high school enjoyed high school. <laughs> <laughs> Why you say that? It was terrible. Before you get an adult and have actual problems, like if I look at childhood and growing up as a whole, 14 to 17, you just, you do the dumbest shit. Right. <laughs> right. You think the dumbest shit because you're confident. You're like, I'm an adult. I'm 14 and have a thin mustache. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. Dude, I, I was pretty dumb in high school. Like I, I used to think like I ran the world. Like I would come home. Right. And be like, Ma, like I know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm in love. We're gonna stay together forever. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like everybody has those dumb thoughts in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your dumbest thought in high school? Man, I don't even. I can't even remember. I did a lot. I did a lot of dumb stuff in high school. I remember we used to we used to do senior skip day at like tenth grade. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know who's responsible for a lot of my troubles as a youth? Young Jeezy, like just bumping his <laughs> album in the car with your boys. Right. You thought you were the man. Like, yeah, for real. Last time I checked, I was the man in these streets. <laughs> oh man. So in high school, you were you were still in Florida, mm-hmm. and uh, t- tell me a little bit about Florida. We were talking about we had a little audio difficulties, people, but you were talking about how dangerous it was in Florida. Yeah, like it was just you just had to be on your p's and q's in Florida, like. Um, you know, you just never know when somebody might come and try to rob you or just, you know, just it's just a lot of pride, a lot of pride for people in Florida. So what part of Florida were you in? Um, Orlando, West oh. Orlando. OK. Yeah. I feel like you're what, you're six two. That's what it's listed. I don't think anybody's going to mess with you. Dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you'll be surprised. OK. You'll be surprised. <laughs> uh, so you were probably you were definitely an athlete in high school. right? Yeah. OK. Mm-hmm. What all sports did you play? Uh, football and basketball. Okay, okay. Yeah. I was I I was actually more of a basketball player. Okay. Um, in high school, I converted after high school when does I it, realized there's a conversion because all my favorite basketball players or NBA basketball players uh, all played football first. Right. And then transferred. Does it does it work the other way? Yeah, it definitely does. Yeah. Because um, I know for me, I just realized like I'm six two, but. I'm not six eight, like you know. Yeah. What I'm saying? <laughs> like it's a lot of guys in the NBA that are that are huge and and can ball, like can dribble, can shoot, and all that stuff. So I was just like, you know what? I think I might have to try football out, and I actually started enjoying football way more than basketball. So that's that's kind of how it started. And I just you know you can use your basketball skills like rebounding and boxing out you know for the jump ball fade yeah. for football you okay. know what I'm saying so so is that why you chose rod receiver yeah yeah so can you dunk yeah I can a little bit okay. not probably not as good as you know Ben Simmons or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that but I can I can get there I was told about I have a friend that can dunk and I was told he told me he played overseas and he told me that dunking on somebody was better than sex. 
For real? Yeah, he said just dunking on people is better than sex. Do you agree? I don't know because I, I don't. Oh, I'm my bad. Thought, I should have asked you right now. <laughs> 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 never hit, uh, but I mean, I've never, I've actually never dunked on anybody. Okay. So. I, I wouldn't even know. Okay, honestly. fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. This is the wrong time to ask the question. Uh, <laughs> my I'm, man, uh, I'm gonna let you know. I just looked up how to add six inches to my vertical again. So I'm starting this new program. This time next year, I'll let you know what it feels like to dunk on somebody. Okay. <laughs> you, but let's believe in them. We gonna hype you. I'm gonna up. do it. I'm gonna be doing squats every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. So you, where did you go to school? Did you end up going to school? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I actually went to three different universities too. Um, my first school I was at, I was at Bethune Cookman University. Um, it's in Daytona Beach, Florida. Okay. Um, I went there for about. A little over a semester, um, the NCAA. I I had some paperwork issues with the NCAA, and I kind of got impatient, so I left. And because they had to basically, being that I had my paperwork issues, they wanted to sit me for a year instead of for uh, playing football. So I ended up transferring, going to a JUCO in Georgia, and then I ended up transferring again after that to a Division two in uh, Florida. It was at Ave Maria. Yeah, okay. Ave Maria. Yeah. Ave Maria. Mm-hmm. Okay, how was that experience? Uh, it was a Catholic university. Um, but uh, it was. I mean, I enjoyed it. Like you know, I was on a football scholarship. It was. It was definitely hard. Um, kind of balancing like football with school and partying too. <laughs> Y'all <laughs> and, party at Catholic schools? Oh yeah, you'll be surprised. Because at the end of the day It's still like a university So like we're still on our own Like doing our own thing It's not like there's somebody like Hey you had to be in your dorm Da 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 But it was, it was challenging more so Academically though because it was like one of the uh, One of the hardest Schools in the state of Florida And yeah. mind you I'm on a football scholarship too So you know It, it was kind of hard Managing it and yeah. stuff like that. So, I feel like it, at a Catholic school, like you got to repent the next day after partying. You go, <laughs> <laughs> you go to the priest. You ask him to give you good grades, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I enjoyed it. Though. I enjoyed college. hanging with a Catholic sorority. Were yeah. there Catholic sorority? Like they just—that's a good question. I don't know. I don't even know. I mean, yeah. probably not the same. They had Bible study. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if you fell out of uh, fell out of Catholic school, do you lose your religion? Like, do you stop believing in God because you you prayed to God to give you good grades and he didn't? <laughs> when you're in college, uh, were you ever approached by uh, outsider? I don't know what they would be managers or agents or anything looking to draft you for their. Uh, I just watched a movie called Amateur. Mm-hmm. It's about a basketball player who came up and all the all the stuff that college athletes have to go through with like oh you come play for me over here in this you know six team league and we'll give you we'll give you shoes or whatever you know right and um just all the pressures that college athletes have to go through Mm. uh did you have to deal with much of that uh the pressure yeah i mean i didn't i didn't have like really any agents coming up to me until like after i once everybody found out that i left school Mm because i ended up I ended up leaving because my grades were bad and they were trying to put me on probation or whatever. So yeah, UNC, you wouldn't have had a problem. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it kind of depends on the school too. Yeah. So um, being that I was kind of at a smaller university, I didn't really have to deal with like 
agents like that until until unless I was you know graduated or something like that. But you know, I didn't really have to deal with too much of that. As far as the pressure goes, it was kind of the same. Yeah, yeah. So, so just uh, to backtrack just a little bit, did you play sports your entire time, like growing up, like as a kid, where yeah. you're in like a sports household? Uh, I, I was actually the only one who played. But yeah, I mean, I, I played sports my whole life. You know, I, I grew up just with my mom and sister, so. Oh, same. Yeah, well, so I, I was like the only <laughs> Oh, for real? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I was like the only one. I wasn't like in a sports household, but yeah, I pretty much played sports my whole life, though. I'll say mine and then I'll ask you the question. Mm. So growing up without a dad, like there were certain things that I missed, like the lessons that I missed. Right. And so for me, it was like when I got in kindergarten, people were like, why are you sitting down to use the bathroom? No one, <laughs> no one ever told me. <laughs> like, and then I like pulled my pants completely down to use the bathroom. And like, that was like the things like I missed. Like no one ever told me like, hey, you should probably just stand up. Right. And so I had to learn by first grade, I had it all like figured out. Like, was there anything that you missed out on? Uh, One of the things for me was, I learned how to change a tire like at a late age. Okay. Um, it was one time where I got pulled over by like, well, I, I didn't get pulled over. I had a flat and I pulled over to the gas station. And, um, you know, some cops came by. I kind of had like an idea of it, but I just didn't know like the, the steps and stuff like that. And, you know, like I, it was actually like some cops, you know, they were there and, like, you know, they offered help and they like kind of showed me. So like after that, I kind of was more confident with that. Mine was more so, yeah, like changing the tire, stuff like that. Be honest, when they first pulled up, were you a little nervous? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I, was, I think I was coming back from somewhere, so I was like drinking a little bit. Oh, so word. like, yeah, I was, yeah, I was a little nervous <laughs> for, for a second. I was like, I didn't, I didn't even, you know, get myself together. <laughs> out here changing the tire, not yeah. doing anything. And you don't want to be drunk jacking up a car for the first time, right? <laughs> I'm nervous being under a car anyway. <laughs> so from university, you went to Texas Powder Power. Mm -hmm. uh, how was that experience? Man, Texas was fun. I'm not gonna lie. Texas was was definitely lit. It's like the two. So you come from the two craziest parts of the country because I feel right. like Florida gets all hype for just like you know crazy party in Miami, Orlando, mm -hmm. all that stuff, and then Texas has its own different type of crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. down there. So Texas is is. Texas has a lot. I think I think Dallas had a lot more going on in Orlando did, honestly. Really? Yeah. Um it was just so it was just so many things you could do like every day. Like even like you could go and have like a go to a crazy party like on a Tuesday. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? And like I like I went to like this one crazy pool party. It was like they had like a pool in the middle of like the club or whatever. So like for the summertime they would have the pool parties there. You know, wintertime they would have like another little section inside where they have the hookah and stuff like that. Yeah. So it was it was a lot to do in Texas. We're gonna have to add Dallas to our stop. Right. <laughs> How do you get insurance for like a pool? in the middle of a drinking area like right i don't what know what is the insurance on that like yeah i mean because because texas is not as strict well okay texas was actually more strict than florida but not as strict as north carolina okay yeah so, so you can just do whatever you want yeah so but florida was completely just freedom like you know what i'm saying the liquor stores like they had their own rules, so if they wanted to close at two a.m., some of them did. Yeah, 
and oh yeah some of them don't close till four i made that right. mistake yeah like, <laughs> so uh, yeah because i um where was i i was in cancun not cancun i was in uh where does everybody go for florida vacation? oh um uh, panama city panama city yeah, yeah i was in panama city and i left the club and went to the abc store at two o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and that was the worst day of my the next day was terrible mm-hmm. you should never leave the club and be able to go to the abc store yeah it exactly <laughs> exactly it should be closed at that point i bought a handle at 2 30 in the morning jesus and christ and I, <laughs> I would die yeah that's that's florida for you that is florida for you yeah man I was just walking down the street with it so uh, what did you learn from your experience in texas like being on a new team mm-hmm. um because this was your first time like playing arena football right right mm-hmm. so what was the transition like it's different uh so arena it's like less people on the field um the game speed is much faster mm-hmm. like it is so much more faster my first arena game was like right across the street from the the cowboys facility so like my first arena game dak prescott was there we had the mayor there um it was some players from the mat the dallas mavericks that were there and this is my first arena game <laughs> yeah. like I'm, I'm like oh shoot like <laughs> So it was crazy, like it was it was crazy, but it was definitely a a, a, a good ex- experience for sure. Like yeah, so how do you deal with that pressure of playing in a game like that for the first time? Man, I thought like I thought I was gonna pee on myself or something, man. Like, it, <laughs> it was it was ridiculous, even just coming out of the tunnel because we saw Dak Prescott in the tunnel before we even took the field. And then coming out of the tunnel, it's it's dark, you know, like they're you know flashing lights or whatever. So we're coming out, and then we were the, we were the road team, so they were you know booing us or whatever. And it was just it was it was it was crazy, like it was a crazy stage. It's like surreal. Yeah. You ever very. get like? Are you ever have a dream where like you go to like jump or something and you can't do it? Yeah. Like, what, mm-hmm. That ever. Does that ever happen? Not almost like stage fright, but like big moment. Mm. Like I mean, playing pickup basketball <laughs> sometimes. If I'm like, ah oh, man, I gotta shoot the last shot. It's like my my arms almost don't want to work. Right. So. I actually know what you're talking about, and it actually happened during that game. Um, I had my first catch, so we we actually got the ball first too, mm. and I, you know I was a starter, so I'm like, dang, like this is my first game, and we get the ball first, like. Yeah. <laughs> so I had my first catch. I had my first catch, and usually after my first catch, some of the jitters go away a little bit. Like mm-hmm. I start to to kind of get a feel for the game. Then we get down the field, and I could have had the first touchdown of the game. And the ball was, in the, and I'm new to arena football, so like I had the ball in my hands. I'm thinking, I'm thinking the dude was gonna hit me over the wall. So I kind of had the ball in my hands, and I end up dropping it because yeah. I end up overthinking it. I don't know. Like I kind of just, I had one of those moments that you was just talking about. And I end up dropping the pass. It's such a. I, I feel like you're so in your head that you lose part of a connection with your body a little. Right. Bit, right? Yeah. Like I'm telling you to do this, but it's not. Yeah. Yeah. So. Ask this man if you guard me, I can make a shot because I don't think about it. I just throw it like when we're playing basketball. <laughs> he cannot but shoot a free throw. I cannot shoot a free throw to save my <laughs> life. But like mid range, if you're on top of me, I just I don't even think about the shot. I just shoot it and it goes in. And it's like I get what you're saying about like having not on the grand scale of you, mm-hmm. but like just if you think about it, you overthink it. Yeah. You, you just sometimes you just have to like you say, just shoot. Like yeah. just just do it. Yeah. And so you. 
your league, your your uh, what was the name of the league? In in Texas or here? I guess yeah. So there are multiple leagues. Mm-hmm. You guys have your own facilities because mm-hmm. the field. How many yards? The field is, I believe, fifty yards. Fifty yards. Yeah. So it's their own facilities uh are the games like packed out packed out in texas yeah they definitely were um over here they're they're packed out it just didn't look as packed because our facilities here are actually bigger yeah um i'm not sure if you heard of the crown coliseum in fayetteville i think i've seen and i've seen like two arena games but yeah so that's where we play our games in uh in north carolina okay. at the crown coliseum in fayetteville um i know they do like Graduations and concert. I think it's like the baby J. Cole performed there. Before. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. have you learned to embrace the, I don't know, 2,000 people around? Yeah, you. I'm starting to. Yeah. yeah. Still, I'm starting to. So now, like, you know, my second season was not so nerve wracking as the first. Like, I, I started to notice, like, oh, you know, this. This ain't bad, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, anyway, I've done it before, I can do it again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, fumbles just turn in, I mean, that's just a fumble, but then when you make the touchdown, then you can turn around to the crowd. Right. Like, now these are my people. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all love me again. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, for the people that don't know, how does the America Arena Football League work? Like, uh, as far as how many, like, how many teams are in the league, and then how is it different from, like, regular football? Uh, so they have they have different arena leagues. Um, I was in the AAL, the American Arena League. Okay. Um, I know it was kind. It was kind of they they try to make it a little similar to the um, NFL. So we had the Northern Division, which you know I think the Pittsburgh um, Defenders, West Virginia Rough Riders. They was in that division. We, we were in the the mid the mid. I think it was just called the mid division. Um. So I think there were about like 14 teams. Um, you play 12 games before playoffs, I believe. 10 to 12 games before playoffs. And then, you know, playoffs are just like any other playoffs. You win, you keep going, you lose, you out. And we actually lost the first round. Okay. Um, so that's pretty much how that works out for Arena. Does the whole, so does the whole league like know each other? Um. Like, I'd Kinda. imagine you probably wouldn't have to, like, say, like, an NFL player probably would have to review tape. Right. Because right? they're like, I vaguely remember him guarding him mm-hmm. 14 weeks ago. Whereas, like, if you got a smaller league, probably like, oh, yeah, what's up, Josh? Yeah. Like, you uh, know? <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah, we pretty much know each other uh, mainly through social media and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, because... Especially when it's a rivalry game, they're talking a lot of noise on social media, yeah. <laughs> vice versa. So, oh, you're a talker? Not really, because I'm on offense. Okay. And like, see, if, if I'm playing defense, I would. I feel like I would be, but not on offense. Okay. Because it's just like I'm not gonna put a target on my back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're, you're the one who gets hit. I'm the one who gets hit. Yeah. So, nah. Hey guys, let's just have a friendly game out here. Yeah, I'm, I'm more. I'm more so facial expressions. Yeah. Like yeah. if I if I moss a dude, I might I might look down at him. You know. Okay. But speaking of facial expressions, this is what man. Whenever I see somebody on the football field throw a punch. Yeah. To a guy wearing a helmet. <laughs> I don't get it. I get it in other sports. I mean, in football, I can see if you're really pissed off and you don't give a fuck and you push somebody. Right. Or something or a late hit or whatever. I get that. 
But why would you hit somebody with a helmet yeah, on? I, that, that, yeah. You just don't care about your hand? <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess it's just kind of like spare the moment. I've never actually thrown, thrown a punch on a football field. Like It was a college player who just did that like two weeks ago. I think you're talking about uh, like a Clemson game. Yeah. It was a Clemson game that that like, happened. Bro, do you realize you could break the bones in your hand and then never play again? Right. You know? Like... Worst case scenario, your hands get stuck in the face mask or exactly. something. Exactly. Like yeah, call him out on Twitter. Like, yeah. you don't got to. <laughs> you just jerked his head a little bit to the left. He's like, does someone touch me? <laughs> Unless you got tiny hands, you can get in the face mask. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so you're, you're with Texas. How, how do you not get caught up in the height and, and maintain your work ethic? Because a lot of your posts I see are about your work ethic. How do you, you know, you start, how do you not start feeling yourself? See, in Texas, uh, it is easy to get distracted because there's, there's always somebody like, yo, you know, this, there's an event here and here. Um, it's, just, it's just more so just like balancing out. Um, I mean, I did a decent job balancing it out. Sometimes I did get carried away with like partying and stuff, especially if like one of my, uh, you know, friends or cousins come visits me in Texas, and it's like you know you want to show them a good time. But for the most part, like I think I did a, a pretty decent job balancing out. Kind of just it's just like if I don't put the work in, it'll show. So True. you know what I'm saying. So it's like especially with football, um, it'll definitely show if you're not in the weight room, if you're not on the field doing feet work, especially as a receiver. So it's just kind of like, you have to keep that in your mind when when it's time to go to work. Okay. If, if, if I don't do this, it'll show later on. Yeah, it'll you know catch up to you. Yeah. How often uh, do you have team practices? Um, Cause right now we're not in season, but when we were in season, we had practice three days a week. Um, I think they were what? Um, Wednesday, Thursday. I think it was Tuesday through Thursday. Yeah, it was Tuesday through Thursday. And then we might have a walkthrough on a Friday, depending on uh, depending on just everybody's schedule. Or if it's a home game, we'll just do it on Saturday morning for mm-hmm. the game. Dude, I get big ups to you, man. Visiting different cities, man, I get in trouble. Like, I yeah. have, like, <laughs> like, hey, coach, I can't, I cannot go back to, uh, I can't go back to Louisiana. <laughs> Whenever we play Louisiana, I gotta stay at home. Can't, right. Yeah, yeah, because it. But see, on the road games, that's when they like to try to give you a curfew. Okay. So they it'll understand. be like, yeah, it'll be like, you know, it's it's a business trip. So, you know, be at the hotel at 12 or something like that. Um, Are there different curfews for different people? Like, you can stay out till 12. McNeil, you got to be back by like 6 p.m. Like, <laughs> we know how you act. Like, are there? Right. Nah, nah. It's pretty much uh, one curfew. Who's okay, the troublemaker well. on your team? Uh,. I don't think we have pretty much any troublemakers. That means it's you. (laughs) (laughs) Can't name him. That means it's you. All right, so after Texas, you came to the Cape Fear Heroes. How was that moving again? Uh, Now, that was was kind of a hard decision. Um, My mom actually kind of influenced that decision because when I was in Texas, it was just me out there. Um, I actually have family here. So she was just like, um, I think you should, you know, work on trying to at least move to North Carolina. She she actually doesn't even want me to go back to Florida. Like, she was just like, you don't want to go back to Florida. I don't want you to go back to Florida. So I think North Carolina would be a decent spot for you to be. 
Um, so, you know, I, I got in contact with the coach and, you know, long story short, um, he was just like, you know, just come to some of the workouts, um, stuff like that. So we can just see you play in person. At first, when my mom brought it to my attention, I was like, I'm not leaving Texas to go to North Carolina. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, because I was having so much fun, but then she was just like, you know, I think it'll be a better, a better move. Um, so. Moms know. Yeah, they do. And it actually, it actually, it was a better move um, here um, than staying in Texas. So. Do you feel like there's more opportunity here? Uh, I feel like there's more opportunity here, more money in Texas, but more opportunity here just based off of probably a smaller market, right? Right. So there's more eyes on you. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why I feel like there's more opportunity here than in Texas because there's more distractions in Texas. There's more things that other people can go and do. Right. Um, that can overlook you or there's other people that they can go and hire or whatever over you because it's it's so big and there's so many people out there. And North Carolina doesn't have a college team to take the attention away from you. Right. Well, other than, you know, Duke and North Carolina for basketball, but uh, Oh yeah, basketball is huge, but yeah. hey, I think UNC almost won the other day. So <laughs> uh, we get they get hype every year. People get hype for UNC football, and I'm like, why are you setting yourself up for this? <laughs> but the crazies, they they love it. They love it. Yeah. Um. So, what are some of your goals with? Uh, um. Honestly, like I guess I could say now that I, you know, I, I play football because I love the sport, but I also do it kind of in a marketing way. Um. You know, for example, like I'm on your podcast. Yeah. Um, you saw that I played football. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now it's more so I still do it for the stage and to like kind of open up other doors um, for, for other things and stuff. Like eventually I do want to own something because um, I know one day I'm not going to be playing football and I don't want to be empl- I don't want to be an employee. So thank God for that 30 for 30 documentary. Yeah, for sure. That opened so many people's eyes, man. I feel bad for some athletes who don't recognize that. Right. That you know, 5 years I mean, you got an athlete's shelf life of playing till your mid 30s, late 30s, right? Mhm. You still got so much life after that. Exactly. That you got to plan for and you got to keep in mind, you know. And it, it's a lot of stuff that you miss out on when your when your focus is just football. Yeah. Um for me, I like when people ask me, "Hey, do you have a plan B after football?" I'd be like, "Football is my plan B actually." Um Yeah. At a certain point, you kind of just start playing. You just play for the opportunity for other things. Right. You know what I mean? Um they look they look at you as a pro football. They want to bring you you know, to see other other stuff, other venues and stuff like that. So um, that's kind of one of the reasons why I'm still playing now. Yeah, um, I was saying that like people were hitting you up for like to wear their gear. Exactly. You and, know what I'm saying? Okay. So I've had uh, California. I'm not sure if you heard of them. They're they're a clothing company. Um, yeah, I saw I've, you had on their hat. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hats. Uh, they send me t-shirts. Um, so you know, just for an example, like stuff like that. Like you can you can become a brand ambassador and stuff like that just just because people see that you're an athlete. So um, I think that's that's something that athletes should kind of start keeping in mind like yeah you, you can do other things by using what you're good at 
How would you describe yourself as a person? Uh, I'm cre I'm creative. I feel like I can make something happen through nothing. Um, I'm very genuine. Um, I'm goofy, <laughs> and I just like to have fun, stuff like that. Um, you like to design clothes and shit? Yeah. 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 Shout out to Russell Westbrook, my favorite player. Right. Yeah, <laughs> man, oh, yeah. That, that is one. Fashion. I'm, I'm big on fashion, too. Dude, different outfit every day mm -hmm. for life. <laughs> See, man, I'm a t-shirt and jeans type of guy. I mean, some of the outfits look <laughs> great. <laughs> great. <laughs> but still, man, to get paid to wear clothes? Fuck. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. If somebody wrote a check big enough, I would be out here looking ridiculous. Like, we put on clown shoes and then <laughs> um, a dress. How much? Six zeros? <laughs> there. <laughs> there. What do you need me to put on? My kids will understand. Like, I ain't got to answer to y'all. My, my future generation will understand. Right. What about uh, analysis and stuff like that? You said you know, is that Is that like a, a path you would want to take? You know, maybe writing articles for Bleacher Report or ooh I, I'm, I'm not really big into writing I feel like one, I feel like one thing um, I thought about was actually podcasts yeah. um, you know broadcasting and stuff like that because I'm I like to kind of express I'm very expressive you know I like to talk to people I like to interact that's that's why I had that's why that was one of my problems in high school because I, I interact too much yeah. <laughs> so it's like I can I can use that in a in a positive way, uh, maybe that's my thing to do. You know, do something interact, do some type of interaction. Yeah. Um. I mean, you got a platform right now. You can, you can do anything you want, man. Right. <laughs> it's beauty so, of the internet. Yeah. For that, real. That's the one reason I'd want to be a teacher, so I could like find that class clown and incur like take that energy elsewhere than just telling them to be quiet. Right. Mm -hmm. Like that's that's it. That's it. Like after that, I'd be a terrible teacher. But like I'll just identify <laughs> the class clown. Like he. He's creative. Let let me redirect that energy elsewhere. Right. Yeah, for sure, man. So many class clowns get silenced, man. Yeah, because you know, especially nowadays, teachers just kind of like they they rather just not deal with you. They'll just send you off principal's office, suspend you, or something like that, and not even think. Well, maybe this might be his job one day exactly. you know, to talk. Yeah, you know, so. Make them write a stand-up set. Clown right. at all the other teachers in the school. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so let's talk about some of the mistakes you've made along the way. Man. Uh, do you think the people know you well enough, or do they need to? There anything else they need to know before uh, we jump into these mistakes? No, nah, I feel like I feel like a lot of people know my mistakes. I feel like there's some people who are gonna hear it and be like, "Oh, I didn't know about that." But <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, I would say my biggest mistake was growing up in Florida, of course. <laughs> so I, I told you you have to watch your back. Um. I was working a job. This was like, I think during the summertime, um, you know, I was home for the summer. I was working a job. I had been working like, I think six days that week. I was sick. Um, I was just ready to just, I finally had my off day that, that next day. So that night, I was like, you know, I'm gonna get a bottle. You know, I'm gonna chill. Um, you know, I was on my way to a girl's house, whatever, um, at the time. Um, I had a bottle. I stopped at the gas station to get gas. Um, the, she stayed up thinking about like 35 minutes away from, from where I live. 
That's a long way. Right. So yeah. I was just like, you know, I didn't care. I was like, man, I'm just, I want to do something else. I've been working or whatever. And I'm sick. I got a bottle. So I just stopped to get gas. I literally, I left my car. I had the, I had the music playing because, you know, I was kind of turned up and stuff like that. I left my car running um, at the pump. I go in, I go inside the gas station just to, you know, I look around, I was like, eh, I don't need nothing out of here. So I, I just tell the lady, um, let me get let me get 15 on pump. I go I go to look at the pump, my car is gone. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I look at the pump, my car is gone. I'm just like So I was like, hold on one second. So I walk outside, I'm like you know, you, you know how you you can't believe something, so you yeah. kinda start getting delusional, like, did I park at that uh, pump? So uh I was like, um, all right. So my somebody literally took my car with my phone in it too. At that, um, so I go back inside and I'm just like, uh, can I use your phone real quick? So I use the phone first. I call the cops or whatever. I'm just like, yo, you know, somebody stole my car. Like, you know what I'm saying? Grand Theft Auto, man. Right? <laughs> yeah, seriously. I go back inside. I'm just like. Um, she was like, oh, you know, is everything okay? I was just like, nah, somebody just stole my car from the pump. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. Yeah, I don't know if you really had a, if you could have done anything better. Than right. This. And then the story just gets worse. Because, like. You ain't getting none. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, too. And then, uh, you know, my my phone is gone. So then, Okay. The cops, when they get there, they're just like, oh, you know, what's the VIN number? I, and mind you, not, this is not the car that I have now. This is the car I had before. Um, I used to have, this is the car I had before this car. Mind you, I've only had this car for a month. I still had the paper tags on it. So a lot of the questions that they're asking me about it, I don't know the answers to. I don't even know my, I don't even know the license plate, the VIN number, anything. So I felt like they weren't going to find it. So I end up getting my mom, I, I end up taking my mom's car and I go looking for it myself and so i had to think about like where the where the roughest areas around that area and i go search those areas and i find it (laughs) (laughs) so i find i end up finding the car i call the cops back and i'm like yeah I, i found it or whatever um I don't have no spare keys though because i i just got the car they took the keys and stuff like that of course they took my bag and my phone so i had to get it towed home the tow truck driver gets there. This is where, this is where, this is where the part of the story where it gets worse. The tow truck driver gets there. He's trying to tow it, and he finally he finally gets it on the on the uh, on the string like the little pole, not the pole, um, a pulley thing. The the, the cord. He finally yeah. gets it on the cord, and he's pulling it up. It snaps off the cord, rolls back, and backs into another car. Now he just screwed up the back of my car. <laughs> And so this is all the same night. And so he's just like, oh, you know, I'm so sorry. Um, we'll just, I'll have, I'll have somebody fix it for free, whatever, whatever. <sighs> yeah, that was one of, that was definitely one of my biggest mistakes. Leaving, leaving the keys in my car in Damn. Florida. <laughs> Damn. What do you, like, were you, like, were you mad? Were you upset with yourself? Like, how, how does, what's your emotional state at that point? At that point, I was just like, I actually didn't even, I didn't turn up or anything. Like, I was just like, it is what it is. I mean, I've, I've, I've just had enough. Like, I just want to go home, go to sleep. At yeah. least I got the car back. He'll fix it. I just want to go home. At this point, it's like 
three or four in the morning because he didn't get there until three in the morning. I found my car at like nine thirty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So Damn. at this point, I'm just like, it can't get any worse. So I just want to go home. He ends up getting my car on the thing, drops it off at the house. I go inside. I go inside my house. I just go to bed. <laughs> Shit, man. I don't know. I guess people out there take the keys with you. Right. That's all you could do. Especially if you live in a rough neighborhood. Right. Someone was someone probably walked by and was like, Am I am I being punked? The what kind of car was it? Um this was a Chevy Cruze. Yeah. So this was a Chevy Cruze. They they did end up fixing it. Um and they they gave me like a, a a spare key that came with a remote and everything. So like that was that next week because it took them a little time. So now I'm out without a car for a whole week. I'm without my iPhone. So I had to get like a Walgreens Android phone, which is definitely not an iPhone. Yeah, <laughs> they stole your iPhone. Yeah, because my iPhone was was in the car. That's so that's trash, man. You you pick one. You either steal the phone or the car. You right. Know? I had both of them stolen. So now I'm without a car, and I have a Walgreens Android phone for like a whole. Was week. the bottle in the car? Yeah, everything was in the Damn. car. Um, they took all that stuff. I had clothes. Like I had my backpack full of clothes and stuff. They took that. They took How far away stuff. was it from the gas station? Probably like two minutes away, but maybe like two or three minutes away. So I was thinking maybe they just wanted a ride home. <laughs> Here's a car right here, so they just took it. <laughs> Take it down the street. He'll find it. Who cares? Uh, yeah. I just need to get home. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and if we if we steal about two thousand dollars worth of stuff, he'll learn his lesson. Right? Did you learn your lesson? I did. Okay. I did. So uh, there's they're gracious thief. Yeah. That's crazy. Like thirty seconds. What's the window? So they must have been chilling. Yeah, they they had to been in a cut somewhere because I think I was in the gas station for no more than three or, three or four minutes. Oh, they was watching you. Yeah. Did you end up? Did you end up telling the person that you were going to go see that you weren't coming? Like, or did they did you just? Oh leave yeah. Hanging? Uh, I don't think I talked. I didn't even think I talked to that girl until like maybe like two two days after, two or three days after, and I had to like I think I had to find her. Let me see, cause she didn't. I don't. I don't think she had social media. I'm not. I'm not even sure how I got her number She's to hit like, her up. Fuck you, mm-hmm. lying. Your car didn't get stolen. <laughs> <laughs> Blow me off. Yeah, this is kind of bullshit story. <laughs> and you got it back tw- two hours. What? Right. <laughs> I, I got it. Yeah. I actually found it within 45 minutes. Um, but she was just like, yeah. So when I did hit her up, I was like, yeah. Somebody stole my car and my phone. Um, she was like, she was like, oh, okay. I thought you like got into an accident or something. I thought something happened to you or something like that. Well, it did. <laughs> yeah, but I'm man. safe. <laughs> See, I'd have been nervous. I'm like, she ain't gonna believe this shit. <laughs> she ain't gonna believe this shit. Right. I think this was when I was like, I think I was like 21. I think I had I I wasn't 21 for very long because I think this was around the time I was like, finally I can drink. You know what I'm saying? So I was getting a bottle every chance I could. <laughs> That's the best. I well, I don't drink anymore, but I remember working six days a week, right after payday, mm-hmm. getting that bottle, and you know you have the next day off. Yes, That's the best feeling. I'm like, I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna, I'm gonna drink alone. I'm gonna play video games. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Play 2K. I'm gonna kick my. Uh, feet I play it. I kind of suck at 2K. I'm more better at like Madden than 2K, but okay. I, I still play it. 
Um, I'm just not gonna bet no money on it. Oh no, <laughs> people got too good. See, the thing is, people got too good at video games. I, I like, I don't like that there's professional video gamers because back in the day, you could get online, like you could have a little fun. But now, like, if you don't play professionally, you're just gonna get your ass whooped online. Yes, just get stomped out. Like, mm-hmm. it's not fun anymore. Exactly, because people just like that's their life like they just play video games well, so that's why I play PS3 still <laughs> I'm not paying a monthly thing for internet right. or the live connection and everyone else on the PS3 still are similar <laughs> approaching 30 <laughs> still play old ass games so it's a, it's a level playing field right <laughs> they're like I got I got the night off away from the kids I can fire up some 2K well, I'm not gonna lie before I got my PS4 I was still on 360 Xbox 360s. Look, so, there's still oh. some good games that hold up. Right. right. Fallout, I love Fallout. <laughs> like, I was playing NCAA football, uh, what, 13 for the longest uh, before uh, I got a PS4. Apparently, they're going to bring it back. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I think they're going to bring it back, I want to say, 21 or something back, like uh, 2021. I saw a headline. Uh, players are going to be able to make something off their image. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little something, yeah. something. I think I haven't read it, but it said like a at, like there's some asterisks in there. Yeah, the NCAA, I mean it's, it's the NCAA. They still protected themselves. Yeah, right. but I think you're gonna yeah. be able to make a little bit. Yeah, which and, is that, and, that, and that's right and that's why they're bringing the game back. So they're like, oh, well, if they can make money, then we can bring the game back and put their faces and their names in it. Then exactly. I was actually looking up like because I hit up a few UNC basketball players and I was like, are we allowed to pay them? What are they gonna What are they gonna go into their pockets? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I, 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 I wouldn't trust them. But. Um, okay, so any other mistakes that you made? Like, uh, that was like, uh, I wouldn't call that a mistake. I would call that uh, uh, you just forgot for a second, right? Right. Momentary lapse of judgment. Right. <sighs> I've made so many. I'm trying to think if I can even come up with one. I know that was like. Oh, that's an impactful. Oh, that's moment. definitely impactful. Yeah. So you got your eyes on things like marketing and branding and stuff right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, was there anything, cause I know I learn every day as we're trying to build this, I'm trying to like work on a comedy career and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I know I'm learning stuff still every day and looking at professional athletes, uh, John Jones, <laughs> uh, you know, you, you got to keep certain things in mind when you're trying to build a public brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, was there any lesson that you've learned along the way coming up through the leagues, mm-hmm. uh, playing for different things? Like, you know, how, how did you learn uh, what a good brand looks like? Did you ever make any missteps, like tweet out something that you had to uh, go back and delete? Because I just went to my Twitter. Oh, we both did. We, I'm not yeah, getting we, caught in ten years. We are safe now. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> not as far as tweets go. It's 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 some things that I I've learned that I have to I have to walk a you know I have to walk and have like a certain image of myself, knowing that there's like people watching and stuff like that. Um, I know one time I had gotten like I had gotten high before practice, and. I, I'm not a smoker, so like when I did, I was like, <laughs> I was a lightweight. Well, no, this, I had gotten high the day before, the day before practice, not before practice, the day before practice. This was in, matter of fact, this was in college, um, at the at the Catholic University, and 
man, when I tell you that was definitely a mistake. I, I the next day for practice, I was forgetting all the plays. <laughs> I was dehydrated. All my homeboys, they were laughing at me because the home, my homeboys who I was with, they was like, "Yo, you good?" Because I was tripping that night because it, it was a, uh, I think it was Spirit Week um, that week too, and so we had went to an event. We had went to a school event and we had you know gotten high and stuff like that. And I was tripping that night, like I almost, I almost like peed in the middle of the road, like I was, I was tripping. And then that next day for practice, I don't even remember how I fell asleep, but that yeah. next day for practice, Jesus man, put you to sleep, right? <laughs> I call it blacking out sometimes. Like you just, oh shit, I'm awake the next day, right? And then like my, my roommate came and woke, woke me up, like yo, it's time for practice. It was like eight in the morning. I was forgetting the plays. I think I um want like I literally watched. I had a screenplay um called for me, and the quarterback threw me the ball, and I watched it go over my head. <laughs> and my coach was like, "Gary, what the fuck are you doing?" Like, I was just like, "My fault. I thought it was I thought it was thrown to somebody else." He was like, "You're the only guy over there." <laughs> like, I was tripping, man. That was that was one mistake for sure. With substance stuff like that, obviously most players stay far away from anything on a, on the list right but like with alcohol and stuff like that do you typically stay away from it you know from from alcohol or? yeah you look at some players and you're like you see them on instagram mm. and they're out at the club at 11 o'clock at night day before a game i'm like how do you i mean jr smith yeah notably had an issue but like um well Especially in college, I, I definitely we we was partying. So it, it it's been times where we, I would where we would get drunk the night before games. You actually kind of learn how to play, like to still be able to play even though you drank the night before. Like I've actually kind of learned how to do it because we did it so much in school. <laughs> like some people be like, man, how how can you drink so much and then go and play a game? Like, well, in college, that's what we did. You know what I'm saying? There's um, a science to it. Right, I don't, I don't, I don't do that so much now because now it's it's a it's another level. So yeah. it's like I don't I don't do too much of that now. Um, but in college, like when you're young, because now I'm getting a little bit older. Right. So my body is reacting a little bit differently. But in college, shoot, we used to do all of that stuff. Well, I, I never, that. I never really like been a big smoker, but drinking, yeah, yeah. Well, now it hurts a little bit more. How old are you? 25 now. 25, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, you're getting there, man. Yeah, so I, I, can't, I can't do all this stuff that I was doing at 21 and stuff like, you know, yeah. so. If you think it's rough at 25, wait till you hit 29, 30, man. We just had a bachelor party uh, like two weeks ago, and man, was that rough for me. Because I was like, I only got drunk one night because I was like, I can't do it with y'all. Like, I, I can't. Right. So you're in for a world of hurt, man. I wish you the best. Right. <laughs> a lot of the mistakes that I've made, though, um, to back to one of the questions that you asked, definitely just kind of being staying organized and putting priorities first and stuff like that. Um, that's one of the reasons why the college, my college career didn't work out the way I wanted it to was because sometimes, like, it was, and it was more so academically. I wouldn't go and start the paper few days before I, I would start it like the night before mm -hmm. <laughs> and it end up being not only crappy but not even enough because like like I said like that school was challenging yeah. academically so I would have to do like 
five to ten page or you know however many words they want you to have and I'd be like dang like I'm it's due on Friday I'm just now starting like Wednesday night like you know what I'm saying so I think that was that was definitely one thing was just put my priorities first because it's easy for you to kind of get sidetracked and want to go hang out with that girl or go to that party you know so that that's I think that was definitely one of my things in um in college for sure and high school too actually high school too high school as well so see I I never judge college college athletes who like fell out because us regular people didn't get the party on the level that mm. you get the party at. Like, how can I be mad at Johnny Manziel? Right. He can, like, <laughs> the parties that he goes to are legendary. Mm-hmm. Like, so you as an athlete get access to parties that I could only dream of, right? Like like in Texas, uh, we it was a it was a big pool party. Um like at the club mm. and it was like like it was all types of supermodels and celebrities and stuff there. It was it was crazy. Like, and I'm supposed to tell you to turn that down at, <laughs> at and I, 20 and I years was, old. I was yeah. like, what? At that time, I was I think I believe I was 23. Like yeah, like 23 years old. It's a different level of temptation. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's hard to be like, okay, not go to this pool party and go train. Or go to this pool party and you know go train later. You yeah, know what I'm saying. Yeah. So train while you're drunk. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a whole different level. Um, so, would you change some of the mistakes you made, or do you think they made you the person you are? Uh, some of the mistakes made me the person I am. Um, some of them, I think I I would change, especially just starting out young. I just feel like my whole path would have been different had I been doing the things in high school that I should have been doing. Like, okay. I, don't, I don't think people understand that like high school is really kind of your starting point of, of life, like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's not the end of the world, but it's still, high school can help you save money. Um, you know, I had, to take out, I had to take out some loans because I wasn't on a football scholarship at first. Um, but shoot, had I had my grades right, I would've been on an academic scholarship. I wouldn't even have to worry about a football scholarship. True. You know? Um, just kind of finding myself. Uh, I didn't. I didn't really find myself until I got older. I didn't know who I was other than I played sports in high school. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I mean, I, I, I still do appreciate the journey though because it helped me find who I am. But it is some stuff that I would change um, in the past. Some of the mistakes I made. Uh, what helped you find yourself? Cause you're, cause you're not shitting on Florida, but you're a guy from Florida. Was it traveling around and mm-hmm. seeing different things? Like what helped helped you to find yourself? Yeah, seeing different things. Um, you know, just meeting people. Um, just kind of just sitting back and being like, what do I really like to do? Cause that was another thing. I was in college majoring in stuff that I did not like to do, um, and that's why it didn't keep my interest. Um, had I majored in mass communications, I felt like I would have been. I would have been fine because I actually didn't figure that out until I got here. Like, dang, I, I think I should, could have made it in mass, majored in um, mass communications. And I still might go back and, and do that. But kids don't know that either, man. They're pressured into the biology degrees. Right. Like all this stuff. And then especially with the current generation coming up with social media the way it is, mm-hmm. like, you know, they're already doing mass communication. Right. Exactly. It's like, you know. 
I wish that there was some type of person. Obviously, there are like counselors and stuff like that that help you pick a path. Mm-hmm. But like teaching these kids how to find what they need to be doing or want to be doing at a younger age. Mm-hmm. So important. It is. It's very important because it'll it'll save money and it'll save time. And I just it just took some time for me to just kind of find who I was, what I really like to do. Um, you know, based off of doing the things that I didn't want to do. You know what I'm saying? I, I majored in like exercise science when I was at, at the Catholic University. And I, I didn't even know, I thought it was just, you know, exercising. I didn't know like it was going to be so difficult. Like that was one of the hardest majors. I didn't yeah. even know like. <laughs> yeah, different proteins. Uh, yeah. And right. Yeah. I had to learn so much stuff. I was like, dang, like. Why are we in the classroom? I thought we were gonna go to the gym. Yeah, like I did not know that it was that it was that tough at that time. Do you uh, read and uh, research stuff like that? Obviously, as an athlete, like uh, not necessarily injury, like prevention stuff like that. But mm-hmm. like, are you into breaking down? You know, like Bruce Lee broke down the body. It was like, right? I want to learn how this muscle works. And yeah, not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, there's certain things, there is certain things that you should know as an athlete to prevent injury. And you stretch your ankles. Yeah, because there, there's certain things that move that could actually help you on the on the football field yeah. too. And I didn't know that until I started meeting some of the guys that were in the NFL and stuff. They had me doing things that I, I've never, like workouts I've never even done or seen. Yeah. And it's just like things with balance. Um, I, I did like a balance workout or one of my boys who played with the Ravens. Um, I was like, dang, I never even seen this before. Like, balance workouts, just, just think like people think that you know NFL players are successful because they just go and bench three twenty or something like that. But it's like it's literally the little things. They're out there that doing ballet. Do. Yeah, ballet. Yeah. yeah, and um, what's it called? Yoga. Yeah, and like yo, and all types of different stuff. Like we had, we actually had a yoga instructor from our team that would do yoga with up. us. Yeah. Because it works those stability muscles, those mm-hmm. muscles that uh, you can't see. Yeah, exactly. Because my my team in here in North Carolina, we have a we have a yoga instructor. I wish I had a private yoga instructor. <laughs> uh, so uh, tell me about this celebrity uh, basketball game that you played in. What? Oh well. I was there. I didn't play. My homeboy played. Okay. But I was there. It was pretty cool too. Um, it was in Durham. His team got whooped by like 50. It was bad. <laughs> but it, it was a pretty cool event. Um, I think they hosted it because uh, one of his one of his brothers um, had passed away and whatever. And, you know, they wanted to just kind of have like a little event for him and stuff like that. Is um, it an annual thing? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. I actually had to ask one of my boys. He I asked because this, this is a, a bucket list goal of mine. Mm-hmm. I want to play in the NBA celebrity game. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna happen. Five years. Well, I actually want to play in one too. Like, I wanna. I think that'll be pretty fun because it's one of the only All Star Weekend things I watch. Right. Yeah. The, I, celebrity, the celebrity game is always funny. Yeah, it Dude, is. Kevin Hart. Those three years was great. <laughs> Saw Common brick and stuff. Uh, whatever the White House guy. Oh, he was a baller. He uh, was. You know, I Brock's feel, boy. I feel like if I just work on my jumper, I don't need to drive. I don't need. To, I could stand out in the game, man, and then I can get drafted. No. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I want to talk about one of the quotes that you have. You say, uh, throw me in the jungle 
And I'll rumble. Let me see. I'll rumble for my life. I grew up in the jungle. What does that quote mean to you? Um, it just means that no matter where I go or what I do, I'm gonna always work out. I'm gonna be successful in it because I mean I've I've always grown up like kind of like around rough areas and stuff like that. So it's just it just means like no matter where I am, no matter my environment, um, I can I can come out, come out on top basically. So here's the problem with that, and I experienced it myself. Like, cause I'm mm-hmm. the same way. I'm like, you put me anywhere because I grew up a certain way, mm-hmm. uh, poor and everything. I can make it. Mm-hmm. So part of me is like, if I ever have a child, do I want to, my child to have the good life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think about that. That's that stuff too. Yeah. Or do I want to throw him in the jungle? Like, right. So he can figure it out. Like, exactly. Mm-hmm. Do you listen to like motivational stuff? Uh, yeah, I actually listen to a lot of like rappers that are from the Florida area. I feel like their story kind of has more value than some of the other rappers that just talk about women and drugs or whatever the case may be. I mean, it, it's music, so I understand like to put that stuff in there, but like the rappers I listen to, they actually tell a story, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So that's why I, I would just much rather, some some of those quotes I actually get from the music that I listen to and I kind of think about it like, hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what about like speeches? <clears throat> Any speakers or anything like that? Podcasts that like really get you to zero in and focus or? um. I watched the. I actually watched the Breakfast Club a lot. Yeah, yeah, the Breakfast Club. Um, Charlemagne's hilarious. Yeah, Charlemagne is funny. Charlemagne is funny. I think. I'm I, be matter of fact, Charlemagne. Huh? <laughs> next Charlemagne. That's actually one of the one of the one of, one of the shows that I want to be on. Like one of my dream shows is the Breakfast Club. Um, and the thing is, he's funny and he seems unserious, but he's such a hustler. Yeah, and he's got like two best-selling selling books already. Right. Yeah. yeah. He he. And I heard I heard his book is good. One of my homeboys is is reading his book. Okay, yeah. I need to read it. Yeah, he he told me I should go and and read it because I know it's about like I know one of his books is a, it's like about black excellence and uh, taking account uh, taking accountability for your actions mm-hmm. and then because he went to jail. Right. Uh, yeah. So I think that's a good book and something I've never read it, but yeah, and I think I think um, even DJ Envy on that show was just um, saying that there's books that you can read um, to if you want to start your own business and you know what steps you need to take and things like that. Apparently, DJ Envy got money because he talks about oh, yeah. investing all the time. Like, mm-hmm. like even when I was a broke DJ, I was making investments. Yeah. So yeah. That's like one of the things across all those guys. Cause I listen to a few different people. I've read a few different books, but uh, the accountability aspect and recognizing that not every failure is a mistake. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, things like you hear a lot of people who want to be coming up and finding success, complaining a lot, mm-hmm. putting a lot of energy into what could have been, what should have been. Right. Instead of what can be. Right. Right. And that's like, I don't know. I find that stuff very motivating, mm-hmm. you know, personal accountability is huge. And I think like very important to not just success, but like personal happiness. Yes, definitely. You know, cause a lot of people, they kind of, um, you know, when they get turned down for something, they think that it's just, oh, he's hating or, uh, whatever, whatever. But if you actually kind of look at yourself, like, what can I do better? It's a reason why he turned me down. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just kind of fix that problem. 
then I think that's 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 has a lot to do with success. I might well. read Charlemagne's book too. <laughs> um, the Black Excellence, probably not. Uh, <laughs> but the the accountability stuff, I can get down with. Just you know? every time it says black, well, don't put white. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different book. It's a different book. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Uh, so we normally end the end things with a motivational speech. We have uh, our guests. Just you imagine you're giving a TED talk, or you're talking to a bunch of middle schoolers, mm-hmm. uh, and we just have them give a motivational speech. All right. So uh, this is the floor is yours. I uh, my thing that I would say is just kind of always just do the right things, especially in school. Find out what you enjoy doing so you don't end up wasting your time. Um, you know, college is a great thing, but college is not for everybody. Um, just find out what you, because there's a lot of successful people that has that are very successful that did not go to college. So I just feel like if you just kind of just find what you like to do and just work hard at everything that you do and then just kind of stay focused and make sure you put your priorities first and stuff like that. Um, I guess that'll be my speech. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah, you really you really actually can do like whatever you want to do like and be successful at it. Do you often think back to how far you've come in life? Like do you ever reflect on that a little bit? Yeah, I do cuz sometimes like I never would have thought I would be an arena football player like cuz like growing up we had the Orlando Predators at the Amway Center which were the Orlando Magic plays. Um you know, I used to I used to watch their games. I'm like, well, oh, you know, this is pretty cool. I never thought I would actually be an arena football player, like at all. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah, I was looking you up on Instagram. I was like looking at people like doing things in the triangle, and I saw you. You popped up, and I was like, I'm just gonna ask. I'm gonna see what happens. See right. if he says yes or no. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I appreciate you coming out. Yeah, gonna, I appreciate it for having me. We're gonna have to come out to a game. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, the, y'all play in Fayetteville? Mm-hmm. Okay. At the, at the uh, Crown Crown Coliseum. So oh, yeah. what do you want to leave the people with? Like, uh, do you have anything going on? You want to invite them to a game? Uh, yeah, I mean, I could do that. Um, if, if they want to come to a game, they can uh, reach out to me on Instagram. You know, my Instagram is Stuntman Trail. Where did that come from, by the way? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you originally wanted to be a stuntman? Right. Okay. I, I, um, I got Stuntman Trail from, because, uh, you know, like, stuntmen are very, like, risky and kind of on edge. So, like, that, I kind of feel like that's how I am. So that's, that's where I got Stuntman from. And then Trail is my middle name, Latrell. It just sounds cooler than Gary. Like, yeah. I can't be Stuntman Gary. Stuntman Gary. <laughs> I'm thinking the snail on SpongeBob. Right. That's what everybody says. So I just put it together as Stuntman Trail. Okay. So, so when people show up for you, they need to be saying Stuntman, Stuntman. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so you can follow them on Stuntman Trail. Is there like a space in between it? Uh, just Stuntman Dot Trail. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to leave the people with? Uh, follow me on Instagram, Andrew Gleason NC. Follow Humor and Mistakes on Instagram. Uh, and if you are in the younger audience, I'm on TikTok now. I've been on TikTok for a minute. Yeah, check me out, Andrew Gleason Comedy. Uh, y'all can follow me at I Keep It McReal. Remember, everybody makes mistakes, but it's okay. Learn to find humor in your mistakes. And uh, we out. 